Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Episode 54. What? Oh, episode 54. Why are you saying 54? Oh, episode 74. I knew, even I knew that it was wrong. Episode 74. And I'm the one on drugs from, uh, from getting my teeth pulled. Oh, episode 74. Yes. In your holes, not your mouth holes. Magian Naturalis, part one. The book, the magic book of nature. Yeah, nature's magical book. Yes. Yeah, how was your week, Void? Well, I got some teeth pulled and my mouth is... Sorry, that's my mouth holes yelling at you. I think that was your throat hole. No, no, my mouth holes. Pretty sure that was your throat. Ah! See, it's uncontrollable. Oh my, thank goodness we got sound control. We can lower that down. Oh my god, this is like a spike. I'm it's sorry. It's a big at the Mount Everest. It's a spike in my mouth. You said you had a hole, not a spike. Oh no, I mean like it's a spiking pain because they took holes, they took teeth out of my head. Spiking pain? Yes. Like a cute? Not really. Just kind of more dull now, but it was at the start. Wait, wait, wait. Acute? Wait, you said it's dull. That's, yeah. the, in, that's the opposite of spike. So you have an obtuse pain? Maybe a little, yes. Is it throbbing? Not exactly. No? More like a... You want me to rub it? No, that'd be bad for it. But we could get it, you know, blood flow going. It doesn't work because it's... Uh, uh, when when you have a pulled tooth, you have a clot, and if you mess with it too much, the clot could come out, and you could get what is known as dry socket. Dry socket, huh? Yeah. Well, you don't want a socket that's dry, boy. No, no, it is the it doesn't heal, and it just has a hole to your jawbone, and a nerve is exposed. Yeah. Yeah, and it smells really bad. Whoa. Yeah. Which uh, which tooth you get pulled? Uh, two of my back back teeth top. Two of your back back teeth top. Yes, wisdom teeth. They 
other bottom ones I'm keeping because they're easy to take care of and weren't a problem. But these ones had cavities in them because I couldn't reach them. Uh. So, they're in the maxilla of your your mouth. What the? Oh, is that the back? That's the top of the top of your mouth bone. Uh, maxilla bone. Gotcha. Well, the teeth poke out. Mm-hmm. They were not uh, any weird obstruction or out the weird way or damaging. It was literally the fact is it was hard to reach to uh, brush them. I believe that's your trigeminal nerve. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, sending uh, sensory signals to your your brain mm-hmm. with your, you know, maxilla sensation. Yeah. Whoa. They didn't give me too big of drugs. They only gave me ibuprofen 800s. But it wasn't that bad a pain. It was never really that bad. It's more of like an achy foot kind of pain. Void. Ibuprofen? Yeah. Does it make you drowsy? No. Well, then why are you saying you're on drugs? I was making a joke. Okay. I mean, they make you a little bit loopy, but not really. Not the good stuff, because it there was no surgery involved at all. Oh. Just straight to numbing and then pulling out. Numbing and pulling out, huh? They yeah, popped my teeth like a cork. That's the best method for the pulling out. Yes. All women, all children write this down. Because it'll become very important what you become of a humping age. This is the point where Purple would have said something about you talking to children about sex. Well, I was saying it was only appropriate when you come of age. Jesus Christ. Come of age, huh? Yes. There you are again. I'm not trying to make it sexual. I'm just saying you're the one that mentioned pulling out method. Yeah, but I didn't mention children, Void. What is up with you? Nothing. You sure? I don't know. I was just mentioning it's very important. And when you get older, make sure not to have little babies running around. We could go to the therapist, you know. They could psychoanalyze you. No? With a dildo, Jesus Christ. What? No, you know, they talk to you. And then they analyze your mind. I've never heard of a psychiatrist rubbing a prostate. I'm not talking about your rectum or your asshole or your prostate. But you're I'm saying talking, you're saying analyze. Yeah, analyze. Psychoanalysis. That's not a word. Yes, it is. Analyzes. No, analyze. Well, you can pronounce it tomato, tomato to you, but to me it's analyze. I don't know. I know, but if if you search on porndhub.com, it, it will definitely say something else if you type it that way. Yeah, well, of course, you're on a porn website, Void. Okay, but if you put it in the googly tits... Oh, I can type in analyze all I want on Google tits, and it will give me definition for analyzes and analyzing. Gork, you're going to give aliens a bad name and think we're up with probing. Void. What? They already know. Know what? They know what we do, Void. Yeah. Mutilating cows. Probing people. Kidnapping. And think that's just fucking our bachelor parties. You know, put things... Yeah, really. Yeah, sometimes we do little pranks and put little bits of strange metal objects in their body. Ha! 
Don't look at me like that, boy. No, I, I heard something off, and I'm wondering what's going on. You heard something off? No, I think maybe the air conditioning is going or something. Oh, he's going. Yeah, I think it was finally turned on today because it was going to be a string of hot days. Oh, who turned it on for you? Your your housekeeper? No, oh, the papa. Not you, papa. The papa? Other papa. Hey, no other papa than Papa Gork. You hear that, listeners? I am all your papas. Papa Gork. Okay, well, the groundskeeper. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. The gardener. The gardener? Yeah. What's his name? I'm not going to say. What? Is it an embarrassing name? No. What's his name? Fart. Jose. Jose. That's... Oh, that's an interesting stereotype there, Void. No, that's actually his name in another language. Yes, Jose. Yes. In another language. Yes. Okie dokie. Yes. Whatever you say, boss. Okay. Keeping the man down. No, I'm just trying to hide his real name. Jesus Christ. What's his real name? Joseph. Oh, Joseph is a... Joseph is a English for Spanish Jose. Oh, I got the name wrong. Never mind. Oh, God damn it, Void. Okay. Anyways, we must begin with an excerpt from a chapter one, Void. Yes, chapter one. Hey, we must I'm begin. I'm just looking up what the name is, that's all. I'm not looking up anything else. Yeah, and yeah. then you can secretly tell me and everybody in the, the listening platform they're using. I'm just sucking up for my own knowledge. You're sucking up for your own knowledge? Looking up. Yeah? Mm -hmm. hey, good idea. Can you tell me? No? Void. I'll just keep going. I'll, I will Don't click the pop-ups, Void. Don't. Oh, no. Don't tell me you're going to a porn website to look up analyzing. No. Why would I do that? You seem to be knowledgeable of that. You done? Yeah, it didn't come up any good ideas, so I'm just going to keep quiet. No, I used them, but I was younger, before I got to action. Easy his name. Frank? Somewhat, maybe. Fred? No. Freud? Frufa? Just keep going on the Freckles. Okay, we can call him Groundskeeper Willie. There. That's not his real name, but we could just call him Groundskeeper Willie. Why do you call him Groundskeeper Willie, Void? Because it's funny. Oh, okay. I thought it was a different reason. No, no. I just think it's funny. Oh, okay. We're going to go with this excerpt, okay? Okay. Excerpt. You better pay attention for you. I have been. I'm, I'm looking at you. Okay, I'm looking at you too. But I got to look away, because I got to read this. Oh, I'm keeping an eye. You look so goofy. You're, he's holding up the laptop to his face so he can keep eye contact. And he's winking at me. Why? Papa Gork can't wink? Ah. No, I just thought it was kind of silly. Ah, well. In a good funny way. Silly in a good fu- Okay, whatever. It was a funny joke. Yeah, bah, bah, boy. If you like this podcast, you, uh, you subscribe. You like, you share, and you comment. Don't be like that hate man who put the review void about eight months ago. Oh, what'd they say? They said, my voice makes them want to have a seizure.
I don't think that's possible. Photo. Different lights and different spectrums. Are you giving him a laser light show of the voice? Yeah, fuck you. Great, now we're going to have to put a seizure warning at the beginning. Yeah, epileptics, beware. These audio may be harmful to your vision. Yes, we'll put the warning afterwards, too. Okay. Yes, audio harmful for visual. Yep. Yes. Quote, the Platonists claim that magic takes its name from the Persian Magi, the general name of wise men in that country. Oh, is that also uh, from a genie or jinn, possibly, too? Jinn? Yeah, Jin is another name for genie. I don't know. Sounds like a drink. Well, it's spelled J-I-N, not G-I-N. I don't know. Okay. Never heard of it. Really? Really, really. Okay. Okay. Began by Zoroaster and spread to Greece with Xerxes' campaign. Scissor me, Xerxes. Scissor me. I don't think they had scissors back then, Void. It was a joke. Ah, ha, ha, ha. What joke? About lesbians having sex. How's that funny? As a matter of fact, that's pretty awesome. Yes, it is. It was a quote from South Park. Oh, okay. I think Mr. Garrison was uh, role-playing 300. Oh, gross, Mrs. Garrison. Exactly. Okay, back to topic. The Persian Magi became the Greek philosopher, the Latin Magus, and Indian Brahmin, the Babylonian Chaldean, or Chaldean, the Celtic Druid, the Jewish prophet, etc. There are two types of magic. Colon. Sorcery, which consists of a detestable incantations, and natural, which wise men seek. It is the highest of the sciences, the practical part of philosophy, in which earthly inferiors are subject to heavenly superiors. I say that magic is nature itself in all its aspects, yes. as studying the heavens above leads us to understanding the hidden secrets of animals, plants, and the minerals. For nature has a force of love that attracts things together. In the quote, Giampatista de la Borta. I was going to say, you didn't come up with that all by yourself. That sounded too beautiful. That sounded like a hunk of bullshit. Did you not pay attention to the actual words that were being said, Void? No, it's very romanticized, but I know it's not correct. It's all baloney pants. Unfortunately, either the Jewish timeline got fucked up along the way, Giampatista tested his own potions too much, or the Platonists... Giambattista read from were liars, were just ignorant, or the documents were forgeries. If Giambattista actually wrote this, I do recall listening to an audio book called Blankety Blank Blank. What do you mean Blankety Blank Blank? I didn't write down the title, I forgot it. Oh, okay. It's also written by Blankety Blank Blank too. You know what, I can look that up. Okay. Library.
The Immortality Key. The Secret History of Religion with No Name. Of the religion with no name. Oh, it's where was that made from? What do you mean? Oh, where, where was its country of origin? That was written by some guy from America. Oh. His name is Brian C. Morarescu. Murarescu. Moo-be-doo-be-doo. Hey. Yes. Put down your phone. Sorry. I was uh, waiting until you're done with research. I am. Okay. You keep on getting on it. Okay. Having Plato going to some exclusive church to drink a potent drink that would cause visions. This would definitely have an ape man believing in magic. Although Plato postulated that the mind was in the noggin, he also made an analogy of a chariot driver for a person's mind. Remember that, Void? Oh, yes, yes, I remember this. He sounds like some crazy person at Burning Man or something. Come drink my potions and learn the magic of the earth. I mean, Really, Void? Yes. I've never been to Burning Man, but it sounds fun. Who are we talking about, Void? But some random, probably, person at Burning Man I've never some, been. No, no. Ah, the one I'm talking about now. Not the analogy of the chariot driver. Oh. Who? Who, Void? I can't remember. Oh. Isn't that convenient? Oh, okay. I see what's going on. You're not paying attention to it. What did I say? What? I No, I remember you going over a chariot driver once before, but I forgot to said it. Plato. I just said his name, too. Plato, okay. Yeah, remember Plato? Yes. The noble and ignoble steed. Controlled by you at the helm. The control of your horny horse allows you to fly higher and higher among the outer bubbles above the earth in La La Land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That guy, Plato. Child molester Plato. What, why are you saying that? His book, Fiatress, we went over on the podcast. You don't remember. I know, but that was a long time ago. That was a year ago. Yeah, but how would I remember that off the top of my head? Because we talked about it. Bastard. Why are you so angry? You don't remember stuff sometimes, too. No, but you don't pay attention. You don't even remember me talking. You sang Plato earlier. In this podcast. You say Plato. And you're like, who? Yes, who? Then who? You? We talk about... Void's analogy of the chariot driver. Void, give us an analogy of the chariot driver of the mind. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to stress you out, Void. No, I'm okay. You okay? Yeah. Just okay. kidding. Uh, it has nothing to do with you. It's literally me settling in the day after a long day of work. That's all. Oh. Back to topic. Okay. He then goes, Jim Batista then goes into stating that you must be a magus if you want to be a philosopher. Because you must understand the four elements. Why thunder occurs. Rainbows, comets, earthquakes, and fiery lights in the sky. Void! What? I told you that they would be able to tell each other what they saw in the sky. Fiery lights. Bastards. Well, duh, with telescopes and stuff now, too. Yeah, but this is way back in the day. Remember? We traveling through... But they learned to travel the sea by the stars in this time, too. Yeah. What? You're trying to say why? Fire lights? You think they were stars he was talking about? No, but they were at least at least night sky, but they didn't. They maybe thought it might be farther away suns, but that's only a guess. 
How do you know what they thought? Someone maybe thought that, maybe. Because they might have seen similarities between the sun and the stars. Anyways, proceeding to the idea that a philosopher must be a physician, even though I know Plato was no doctor. Unless if I'm ignorant of anything from Plato performing any physician work. Just below what he has spoken about, he then mentions the ludicrous notion that you must understand the spirits like the showers in the heavens and even the innermost sublimation of the bowels of things, Void. The bowels of what? Anything. Oh. Maybe you. Maybe me. We got to understand our bowels. Do you understand your bowels, Void? Understand when I got a fart or fart poop. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. You are on your way to becoming a philosopher. Because we already cut off a dead body. Talker. What? Shit talker, what you talk about? Well, if they talking about their bowels, they're shit talkers. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. Anyways, astrology, math, and impacts of heavenly bodies must be understood on earthly beings. You can tell how much a difference light pollution can make on people relating to reality. I mean, the awe-inspiring stars at night that people were allowed to gaze upon and the wild wonder at the joy they had found in the sky. Hmm. Yeah. I got that interesting story about the stars. Yeah? Did you get that reference to that George Thorogood song? No. Yeah, that George Thorogood song. I gaze wild wonder at the joy I have found, or at the joy they had found. They could tell right away I was a bad duty bone. Bad. 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 Whoa! Bad duty bone. Here's the story. Uh, there was a power outage, and. Uh, Bunch of people were calling the uh, 911 and saying there was all these things in the sky and they had never seen before. And it was because the light pollution had blocked out the stars. So they had never really seen the stars before. Yeah, they have pictures of it. They look beautiful. Yeah. my uh, The groundskeeper used to take uh, pictures of Haley's Comet when it came around. Oh, was it Joe? Your bushy whaley master? Yeah, he, had a, he is a telescope fan. He'd build several telescopes. He'd have to have them adjusted because he didn't know how to adjust them, but he just maintained them and had them. And so he would go get them sent off to go calibrate correctly and then get them back and then double-check them. And then he would take pictures of comets. Whoa. Yeah, and he would sell them because he would develop them and that kind of thing. So he could print you out to like a poster or a... Uh... Yeah, you got to make sure they'll be louder. Oh, sorry. I said the uh, groundskeeper would took pictures of Haley's Comet when it came around last time. Oh. Yeah. He even hawked them to my uh, grade school class. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think Haley Comet was more recently than elementary school. No, but whatever. Was it Hail Bop? I can't remember. I don't know. It was the one where all the people killed themselves in the 90s when the comet came. We usually use different names in it. All those. You know. It was uh, around 1998, I believe. Ah. Yeah, anyways. Giambattista then goes into how you must be good with your hands, Void. On a lady or just in general? 
in order to make apparitions. You know what apparitions are. Something to show for it. Like a phenomena. A ghostly figure. Basically, it sounds like he's trying to be a, a magician. Oh, okay. So he's so basically he was writing to his secret group of friends he did uh, weird uh, tonics with. Well, this is on from the book. Anyways, Void. Yes. Put down the phone. It was Haley's comet. I was just double checking. Oh, okay. Yes. I see too many of those things. I don't know which one is what. I know, but I was looking. I was swooming by. I believe meteorite is one that strikes the earth. Yeah, yeah. So, the reason why Jan Batista said you must be good with your hands is because knowledge without action is just like action without knowledge. Oh, yes. I disagree, Void. Why is that? Well, if you don't know Jack Diddley squat... Maybe um, you shouldn't do it. (laughs) Let's just say you know how to speed up Productivity. Yes. You're one of the people that starts the industrial revolution. Mm-hmm. With, you know, different coal burning methods and assembly lines and poof, 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 yes. poof. Pollution, pollution. You don't know Jack Dearly Squat about pollution. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, if you know how to do ingenuity, but you're ignorant of pollution, you're basically doing something that you do know but don't know the long-term effects of. Yes. Meanwhile, you could know how to make things faster and more productive to increase the population and to cause pollution and fuck up the uh, planet's ability to house our planet Mm -hmm. or house our species, then change or then alter the path of evolution for various species to survive in this type of polluted planet. There's actually a game about that. Yeah, what's it called? Uh... Factoria, I believe you are a engineer stranded on a planet, and you're stuck. And so you have to make all this automation, all this pollution. And the thing is, the bugs get pissed at you on the planet. So you have to try and escape the planet by automating it and fighting the bugs and being able to build a rocket. So you have to do all these things. They create pollution, but the pollution makes the bugs more angry and makes them evolve more. So the more you pollute and get better science, the more the bugs attack you. So you do automated turrets, tanks, but you're only one person. So you got to make like the bullet retrievers, the bullet makers, and then the makers for the content. Then you got to, so you got to have all these arms and conveyor belts and stuff. And you basically go boom, 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 and it does all stuff for you. Huh. Yeah. I didn't realize that uh, insects could possibly have amygdalas. Uh, they're alien bugs. So what, they have a larger larger brains? Yes. More evolved? Yep, yep. Well, they evolved because of the pollution. Uh, oh, nothing like lead to be good for your brain to evolve. I don't know about this game. doesn't make very much sense to me. I know, but it's all alien stuff. It's not like... What? You ever seen a bug on our planet get angry? No. No. At most, at most, they get attracted to chemicals you release from your anus. Crawl up there and lay eggs. Or die. Well, yeah, they die so they can feed their offspring when they hatch in your rectum. 
I know, but it's a sci-fi game. Oh, okay. What they have for? So, the biggest difference between knowing how to use ingenuity and using it, mm-hmm. and uh, not knowing how to use ingenuity and uh, trying to develop a method and learning through trial and error, is it'll take you longer to pollute the planet. Then you have the person who might know how to create ingenuity or how to use ingenuity, but decides not to, who wouldn't pollute the planet at all. There's a huge difference in outcomes. It doesn't make much sense to me. Because they care more about profits. In profits, I mean money, not profits, profits. Yeah, then they end up having, you know, cognitive dissonance, you know, different parts of their brain and conflict with each other. Mm-hmm. Then they have a not-so-happy existence where one might attempt to distract themselves by talking shit about other people, building themselves up in social circumstances to make themselves feel better, or various other forms of gluttony, such as eating too much, buying too many objects. I have five houses all over the globe, and two yachts. I have a private jet. I am special, and I deserve it because I did all this wonderful stuff. Who cares if the rest of the world is suffering? And then I contributed to the suffering because more people were allowed to live and to mooch off of the system and then cause more problems with overpopulation, taking too much food, leading to more pollution, more feces, more bullshit. I was just thinking about what you said. It's very uh, deep and very, uh, we have a lot of problems. Man, that's not even half of it. I know. You're making my head spin. Oh, no. Not not in a bad way. I'm just saying, thinking about all the stuff. Your head doesn't look like it's spinning. Not literally, but just thinking a lot about it. Oh, figure of speech. Is it wiggling its booty in front of me? Yes. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and another thing. Giambattista claims that how you do anything should not be revealed. Otherwise, it would appear ordinary. Ah, void. So don't uh, give away all your secrets. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to spread too much understanding to anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No wonder why this species has a lot of mass media spreading dogmatic propaganda. Oh, yes. The icing on this shitty cream pie sandwich cake is that the philosopher must be rich, Void. You must be rich in order to play the philosopher. Not, you must take into consideration, perhaps maybe everybody's wrong, or what you have read is wrong. The all-knowing Gian Battista claimed that the ancients were troubled by attempting to understand the only four elements void. Oh, he said fire is the lightest element that there is, while air is just below it. Then he described air being able to be thick enough that it makes the clouds, with water being even heavier than air, and earth at the is the heaviest, so it's at the bottom. Yeah, to Batista, fire was so hot and dry, but can melt into air, which means it became hot and moist. Oh, yes. oh hot and moist, baby. Condensation and burning mm. off of uh, oxygen. Yeah. And then air can turn into water. But not easily, he said. This is the explanation of why heat brings out the impure void, 
leaving behind but a simple mass that is smaller from what it once was, mm -hmm. like dehydration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like some beef jerky. I knew you were going to say that. What? Because that's all you think about is beef jerky. Yeah, I love jerking the beef. That's just disturbing. What? You better have a freeze dryer at home that you're actually making jerky and not jerking your own jerky. Freeze dryer? No, dehydrator. Okay, that's what I meant. Sorry, I used the wrong word. Hmm. Anyways, to a certain degree, this makes sense, Void. How's that? Though I guess he never brought about a piece of something called in the warm area to watch the condensation build up from the evaporated molecules of water floating around in the air. He did take into account that things that are evaporated are considered air to him, which means it's gas, uh -huh. which doesn't sound like an element. It just sounds like a stage of elements. Yes. Hmm. It's kind of like he observed different things but didn't know much about the molecular process, the chemical process, because of the lack of technology and further studying. Yes. Seems like a real product of his time. Oh, yes, because he can only see half the story of what he could see, feel, and touch of the story versus knowing that it was the same but in a different form. Yeah. Yeah. It's much like subatomic studies, Void. Yes. People postulating without enough knowledge that would allow them to understand what occurs in future outcomes of the causes and effects of the subatomic realm. Yes. I mean, if you told all these people that dissected people and talked about pregnant women, they wouldn't believe you that that started almost as one cell organism. They wouldn't believe you. Who? That one guy who did a test on cadavers of pregnancies, remember that? No. Okay. But someone did in the past. Yeah, probably. Yes, so they probably wouldn't even believe us if they said it was a one-celled organism that went up into a complex organism. If anything tells you anything, Void. Yes. Thomas Willis, they cut open little children that he used to be a doctor for. Oh. But I think it was after they died of natural causes. Yeah. Well, they died of shaken baby syndrome and... Oh, that's terrible. Other traumas to the brain. Then there's a small paragraph which goes into Aristotle and what he added to the ideas regarding the four elements. The next paragraph goes into talking about the boogity monster called God, who actively bestows upon the elements which receive their form passively. Meanwhile, God is everywhere. And how could anything be anywhere without being everything itself? Regardless of what just came out of my mouth, we have description with the hierarchy chain from the heavens that are supernatural. The rational man, not woman. The animate animals. The plants with their vegetative powers to grow. Yes, man is not an animal, void, And animals are incapable of rationality including elephants, octopuses, cephalopods, and dolphins. They cannot possibly be rational, for they are just animals. Which we know is actually false. Yeah. Because uh, the elephant can do a uh, actual test that if it puts a check mark on its own self, it knows that it's itself. And so how they test this is it sees the check mark in the mirror, 
and then it tries to wipe it off, and it knows anonymity if it tries wiping itself off in the mirror because it sees the check mark on itself. Further on down, Void, Jean Batista talks about Colwart fending off vines, making this plant species good against drunkenness. Even though a quick Google search didn't bring anything up regarding this in particular, Colwart is noted for being plants such as broccoli, cabbage, and so on. Also known as crucifers, the cohort also turns away cyclamine plants. Ooh, which is said to mean that the cyclamine plants end up increasing drunkenness. Even though a quick Google search of cyclamine plants does not render any evidence of such. These cyclamine plants make flowers, Void. What kind of flowers? Nice Violet, bluish, beautiful plants. But they found that they contain what are called tritinopinoids. Mm-hmm. And they've done studies on synthetic ones for the treatment of certain brain cancers or other tumors. Interesting. One type of tumor that is known for being treated are glioblastomas. I had one of those. Whoa, whoa, wee, That's how I whoa. lost my eye. Wow. But it was a retinoblastoma. You know, that is some crazy... Well, that's different from glioblastoma. It was a blastoma. Oh, I would have been scared as fuck, boy. You know what glioblastoma comes from? What? It's in a glial gland or whatever? Glial gland. Or... What? And there's something in the brain called a glial? Yeah, glial cells. Mm. Yeah, the root of the word glioblastomas is uh, specifically... Glial. Whoa. Oh, because they're formed from glial cells. Gotcha. Yeah. More specifically, astrocytes that are found in both the spinal cord and the brain. Oh, okay. It's one of the most deadliest cancers to humans. It was crazy. When they found my tumor, it normally spreads to both eyes and the brain, but they only found it one uh, eye, and it was uh, the size of a pinhead. Dang. Thank the boogities. Yeah, they were wondering, why is he not walking? And they realized, oh, he has blocked vision, so he's walking around like drunk. Yeah. Wow. I think I remember you telling that one time yes. on the podcast. Oh, sorry for sure, double sharing information. It's all good. They probably forgot. Listener, did you forget? Did you even listen to it? Oh, you might also have new listeners, too. Yeah. New listener. I want you to know that I am very appreciative to your ears engulfing the voluptuous sound of my voice. You have a way with words, Gork. Oh, baby, I'm Papa Gork. Exactly. Producing you with our voices. Oh. Anywho, this cancer is also assumed to uh, stem from olocodendrocytes. What's that? It's another type of glial cells. More uh, specifically than that, the precursor cells, which are stem cells to both astrocytes and oligodendrocytes. You want to know why this assumption was made, Lloyd? Why is that? Because on the surface of the tumor are cell markers that show the same morphology and protein masses that are found on astrocytes and oligodendrocytes. Oh, so they saw the root of the problem and where it came from. So they multiplied uh, wrong and mutated and then multiplied even more. There was a problem with some enzymatic function when replicating their genetic sequences. 
Yes. Anyways, astrocytes have their name because someone's correlation sensation had them comparing them to stars when they viewed them underneath the microscope. They have a soma, which is a cell body, with a multiple processes that I liken to tentacles, Void. Oh. At the end of these processes, they have structures that attach to other cells called endophyte. Astrocytes take up the majority of the space of the brain void, helping out with the structure of the central nervous system. Oh, wow, that's very important. If there is a traumatic injury to the brain, astrocytes proliferate surrounding the region, forming a scar tissue called, and this is called gliosis, sometimes astrogliosis, astrocytosis, or reactive astrocytosis. Another function of astrocytes is homeostasis void, of the interstitial fluid, ah. which is the fluid between these cells in the CNS. Okay. They do this by absorbing the released ions such as sodium chloride or potassium ions in the brain yeah. that are commonly released when the metabolizing processes occur in the brain so they can have neurotransmission. Uh-huh. Those elements are important to the brain. Oh, yes. Very important for sending electrical chemical signals. Yes. Then... Get this, Void. Yes. Lactate is also released into the interstitial fluid for nerve cells if the animal itself is starving. Oh, lactic acid? No, lactate. Ah. Yeah, because there's no glycogen. Ah, okay. Yeah. The second to last function that is known for astrocytes is that they form the blood-brain barrier. This prevents large molecules from coming into the cranial nervous system, the central nervous system. The end feet of the astrocytes plaster all of the blood vessels void. They wrap around them. Oh. They only let certain molecules come in and keep the other bastards out. So they're the bouncers. They are the bouncers. And they are the structure. And they also help with homeostasis. Those, a uh, lot of bad things. Couldn't you get b brain poisoning if they aren't working correctly, technically? Yeah. You can get all sorts of shit. Lastly, but not least, void. Mm-hmm. Astrocytes are known for clearing out the synapses of neurotransmitters mm -hmm. in the nervous system. Oh, wow. That's really important because you could have a lot of problems with your nervous system if those aren't working correctly. Yeah, you have toxicity. Oh, yes, of RCAT. Sorry. I had to quote System of a Down. System of a Down. At the band. Yeah? Uh-huh. I got to look them up sometime. Yes. They sound fancy. Yes, they have songs about cocaine, prison, and, uh, and I smack my bitch in Hollywood. You know what, Void? I retract my statement. What? They don't sound so fancy anymore. Well, they're kind of a little crazy. They talk about the ill wheels of people and dark desires of things and how it's bad. Yeah. So, astrocytes, Void, I gather, are really good with their feet. Oh, yes, because they have uh, feet on them. Yeah, the feet, they block things from coming into the central nervous system that could be bad for it. Except they don't block a lot of drugs that could be bad for it. Mm-hmm. They also pick up molecules from the synapses with their end feet. Damn, Void. What? Being so good with their feet, do you think astrocytes would be good at giving foot jobs? What is with this weird fetish? What's so weird? Why do you like the feet? I don't know. They're shapely. And 
Have you ever heard of the homunculus? What's that? It's a region on the brain. Oh. On the outer portion where the gyri are. You know, the feet are pretty large in the section of receiving information. Oh, okay. And they're also right next to your genitalia region and that homunculus. It's like a strip. Oh, so say if you have a uh, fetish of that side, the both sides of those brain things get activated around arousal in feet, so it becomes more connected. Well, well, some of the same nerves that receive sensory information or process sensory information are right next to the genital area. Oh. So that some people speculate that's why some have the foot fetish. Oh. Perhaps I'm sharing nerves regarding feet and genitalia. Oh. There's nothing wrong with that as long as there's a willing participant of legal age. What about the corpses in the basement? Ah, that's uh, legal. And animals are illegal too. Void. We have corpses in the basement all over. That's already illegal. No, I know, but you could actually get bad diseases from that. Man, that's why I wipe it down. No, no, I mean it's uh, 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 biological pathogens and really bad things. Yeah, wipe it down with bleach. No, no, it's, it's, it's from the tissue itself. Yeah, wipe down the tissue with bleach. No, no, but it's the whole thing itself. Yeah, embalm the-, the body. I know, but the, the, it's the decaying part that you can't avoid because it keeps... Re- Not like I'm sticking my dick inside the foot. I know, but... Just the outside. I know, but couldn't we just get you a big rubber foot? It won't be the same, Foyt. I know, but there's no... It's, it's a cold foot. Yeah. You talk about giving yourself the stranger. Why can't I give myself a strange foot? I know, but the stranger's my own body. That's weird. Getting off on your hands. Would you use your own foot if you could? Fuck no. That's gross. My foot is hairy. It looks funny like hobbit feet. Mm-hmm. Got these nasty ass. Oh, gross. Not to mention all the hangnails. Hey, don't talk about my feet. Bastard. Back to topic. Okay. What are we doing? Are we going to start a foot fetish podcast now? Jesus Christ. No. Why would I do that? That's strictly prohibited in the handbook Captain Gooch Gobbler gave me. I know, but it's written in crayon on that part. Why would it be written in crayon? Because he just had that part to piss you off. He could have just tied me up another one. I don't know. Maybe it was a last minute note. Anywho's, I will then go into the small titty bitty in regards to oligodendrocytes. Oh. Oligo is a Greek for small. Small. While dendros is Greek for either tree or bush. Okay. And kytos means cavity or cell. Ah. Uh. So, my superior meninges on my head are not oligo. Oh no, they are big. You know what, Void? What? I have gendros. Or I have dendros. Mm-hmm. Because I do not shave. Ah. Uh. And purple is still in the kytos. Yeah, these boogers appear to be less complicated looking cells, or kytos, if you will, where the kytos is smaller than the astrocyte soma, with less processes 
These cells attach their processes to axons of nerve cells. And for those who don't know what an axon is, go back to the beginning. Because I will not tell you that they are the primary pathway a nerve cell sends signals for neurotransmission on the brain's cavity. Oh, fuck, I just said that. Anywho, these oligodendrocytes will form myelin sheaths over the axon of the nerve cells in order to make both speed and of the neurotransmission go up and lower the energy cost for cells when they do neurotransmission. Oh. I went deeper in detail in previous episodes, so I suggest for those who want to know more, you either grab a hold of Google's voluptuous tits, or you can go back and listen to the whole thing. Like you're supposed to. Yes, like you're supposed to. Save your species, I mean our species. Now it's, it's safe to assume that GM Batista did a no deadly squat in regards to these cells. Let alone the idea that glioblastoma cancer will be something of these cells. So I will begin to go back to the book. So, GM Batista says Rue is to be cured by hemlock, which is odd void because a quick search on the Rue plant, one can read that it's used in witchcraft, holy water, in the seasoning on food, while hemlock we know is definitely used for killing people such as Socrates. Then Gian Battista says, Cocks versus snakes, rams versus elephants, apes versus snails, and man versus serpents. What? He, he speaks like these animals are truly polar opposites. That's what he's doing. Fooey. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's a little weird. This is not all, folks. You, listener. He said this. When a woman sees a snake, she will abort. And I think that means fleeing, not the actual abortion of unwanted fetus or feti. Yeah. Anyways, then he goes into both man and wolf will grow silent when they meet each other. Yeah, right. When I see a wolf, I go, and I whip out my magical wand and I blast him. What if he bites off your magical wand? Not that wand, Void! Oh. Get your head out the gutter. I know, but I thought you were mentioning that one. No! Talking about my my big staff. Oh, with the quartz. Gotcha, and the two dangly bits. Yeah. Dangly bits? Your balls. Yeah. Testicite? Testicite. I forgot what the other one was called. Anywho, Gian Batista then follows us up with wolves are afraid with urchins. So if one develops a wolf's voice in terms of hoarseness, ooh, like me, they, they could just go find an urchin and get blood, consume it, and cure your hoarseness. Sounds like rubbish. <laughs> then Gian Batista says, Lodestone disagrees with garlic. Boy. What's Lodestone? Magnetite. It's a natural magnet. It's okay, I didn't didn't know about it before I read about it a couple years ago. Okay. I actually read about it in this book by this guy named Gray. Gray? Yeah. He was a, one of the guys who was trying to develop a telephone. Oh, cool. Elijah Gray. But oh, he yes. was beat. He was beat by that one dude. Alexander Graham Bell? Yeah, Alexander Graham Bell. Anywho, 
Lodestone disagrees with garlic, huh? What does that even mean? So, he says garlic when it's rubbed all over Lodestone. What's Lodestone? I feel like I'm going around in circles, boy. I just told you. Lodestone. Magnetite. Oh, okay. I didn't know that was the correlation to that. I just... Uh, uh, just keep going. I understand it now. Okay, Doki. So, lodestone, after getting rubbed down with garlic, it does not attract iron anymore. Oh. So Lo it unmagnetizes it, he says. Yeah. Lodestone also contains two types of iron. Iron oxide and some ferrous iron. Yeah. So it's two mixes of iron. Yeah, so that's kind of interesting. There's two different types of molecular bonds there, which allow it to be magnetic. And then garlic is interesting because it does have some enzymatic properties that can help one separate the yolk from the whites of eggs. Unfortunately for Gian Batista, and for the reader, I had to waste my time on this nonsense, because garlic interfering with magnetism was purely a result of the imagination of some humans, specifically sailors. Oh, yes. Was it sort of like a parlor trick that they used? Did they have to use it with compasses or something like that? I don't fucking know. I think GM Batista was full of shit. He was rich and he thought he knew so much because he read stuff. He probably didn't even do anything with it. He's like, oh, it's in a book. They probably proved it. Blah. Mm -hmm. We're not going to question it. That's a fucking goddammit void. That's a lesson all humans need to know. Just because you read it doesn't mean that's true. Yes. God damn it. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Yes. Twenty twenty is one hard son of a bitch. I know. Anywho, while assuming with studies leaves a lapse in correctness continuously in science even to day void, mm -hmm. like using the correlation as an idea for causation. Yes. We know that correlation is merely a person's mind taking a note on the similarity in trends in time. The most common correlation causation fallacy that I recall from class when I took macroeconomics oh. is that ice cream sales go up along with violent crime rates, Void. Wow, that's just a weird thing. That's just coincidence. But this is only because both ice cream sales and violent crime rates increase because this occurs during the warmer months of the year. Gotcha. Yeah. Anger goes up when you're... When you're hot. Yes. And also, Void, ice cream that contains simple carbohydrates like processed sugar can increase dopamine in the brain. Where one could assume that if there was so much correlation between violent crime and ice cream, you would think that violent crime rates would go down once ice cream got consumed by these people. Perhaps they need to start selling ice cream to the violent criminals. Maybe if the dentist did that so they could have a racket. So instead of uh, violent crimes, it's violent dentists trying to make money off of ice cream. Yeah. Is your face really close to the pop, pop yes, screen? Yes, it is. Okay, just making sure because my voice is still louder than yours. Sorry. It's not your fault. I'm being loud. Mm, okay. I'll try and project more. I am low energy but really engaged. That's a long day at work. Yeah, yeah, we know. After reading this load of mental feces with the load stone in garlic, it would be understandable for someone to want to throw out the baby with the bathwater. But not all is completely without reason. We do know that photons are being sent to our planet, planet Earth, 
that may come from seemingly large amounts of light years away, from stars far, 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 far away. I wish we were at home, boy. What's that? Ah, uh, it looks so beautiful in the pictures. Did you see that picture that your shell PGA painted for me? No, I'll it's have a, to take a look at it. It's a picture based off the description I gave him of what we've been told what our home planet star is. Okay. Uh, we also know that signals, even weak ones, can impact the subatomic realm even enough to generate an appearance our human nervous system picks up, altering our perception of reality ultimately. Oh. Because without the stars in the sky, you know, it doesn't give one much understanding of how little and insignificant this species really is. It's hard to imagine without any stars whatsoever, Void. Mm-hmm. It and would be kind of a little scary seeing all black. So, how hard is it to imagine that stars can impact our reality in other ways, Void? Don't get me wrong. What is said about the impact of gravitational fields on our planet from even other planets in the solar system is very small. But it is also accepted in the subatomic realm, amongst mainly scientists, that a particle can impact another one, a subatomic particle can impact another one, seemingly unconnected on the same planet. When you conduct one study and alter the spin of an electron, yeah, they say that another electron somewhere else gets altered in their spin. Void, what are you doing? Sorry, I was looking at that picture that I... Oh, you're looking at it? Yeah. You like it? Yeah, it's very pretty. Sorry, yeah. I had to go look at it. Very beautiful. Yes. It's on my Instagram. Yes. Was it the red one? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. With the purple haze around the outside? Yes. Yes. So, that is all I'm going to cover for the first part of Magie Naturalis from GM Batista de la Porta. Okay. I hope you enjoyed your time listening to our sultry, wonderful, not causing epileptic attack voice. Oh, so if you want us to, you know, perhaps thrive in this medium of entertainment, it would help us a lot with the algorithms and such. If you follow, subscribe, like, share, and tell your friend, your grandma, your foes, your bros, and your daddy too. Maybe even your sister, your brother, your mother, who... Yeah, we have uh, credits on each episode description to where you can find us on the Twitters, the Face Fuck Your Mom book, the Tubes of You. What's the other one, boy? The Take of Talk? Yes, I don't think you have that one in oh, the description. God damn it, I haven't done it in a while. Whoops. That's okay. You've shared some videos on there, so it's not as bad. Yeah, I usually share videos from TikTok on my Instagram and Twitter account. Yes. Yes. We also have, guess what, Void? We have an account on Facebook okay. that updates people when we publish new podcasts. Cool. Release them out into the ether. Anyways, we are the Correlation Sensation Podcast. Yes. I am Gork. And I am Void. And we leave in peace. Here's a scapegoat. Yes. Bye. Mm-hmm.